Welcome to Destination Vacaville, brought to you by Visit Vacaville, the city's official voice for tourism. I'm your host, Melissa Reeves. In every episode, I will introduce you to the people and places that make visiting Vacaville such a unique travel experience, like seasonal adventures, agricultural tourism, family activities, craft beer, culinary delights, wine country, and more. Subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Destination Vacaville, let's go! Hello and welcome to Destination Vacaville. I'm your host, Melissa Reeves, and today I have Lisa Hylas with me. She is the president of Onstage Vacaville, and Lisa, I'm so happy to have you with us today. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Melissa. Absolutely. So, Lisa, tell us a little bit about yourself and about Onstage Vacaville. Well, thank you. I am Lisa Hylas. I'm the president of Onstage Vacaville, and I met my husband in 2005, and we were married in 2008. And I wasn't from Vacaville, but ever since I moved here, I just absolutely love this community, and especially the theater. I lived in San Francisco prior to meeting him, so the theater was a big part of the community there. And so being involved in this theater has just really been uh, a pleasure and an honor. That's fantastic. We have such a great theater here at the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater. Tell us a little bit about the role that onstage Vacaville plays with the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater and the arts in, in general in Vacaville. Well, you know, it's really interesting that you're asking me this right at this time, because as of this month, December, we are celebrating our 20th year. So onstage Vacaville just turned 20. Congratulations. Um, we were, yeah, thank you. We were established about five years after the city built the theater. And the idea of the nonprofit was to do some public relations for the theater and to promote the theater, you know, fundraising for different things. And over the years, we've given over $350,000 to the city of Vacaville to help with different projects and purchases at the theater. We've also given over $40,000 to new talent in the form of a grant so that they can offset their theater rental costs. And what we're trying to do is really promote the arts in Vacaville by either, you know, inspiring new talent to try the stage for the first time. I think a lot of talented people have great productions, but they aren't able to afford to actually do it live in front of a, of a live audience. And so we're able to do that thanks to our donors and sponsors is give them that live in-person feeling with our 500 seat performing arts theater. That's amazing. You know, and you and I got to know each other through the Vacaville Arts and Cultural Alliance that we have here through Visit Vacaville. And it's so great, all of the the talent that you said that you've been able to really cultivate through those grants. It's really an amazing opportunity for them when, again, like you said, they just may not have the resources to be able to put on performances and these kind of things in our community. Absolutely. And I think what's so important is that they get that opportunity and also for our community to be able to experience live performance. And we've really reached out to all different types of communities. One of the most recent events that we actually sponsored prior to the pandemic, of course, was the Joey Travolta Film Festival, which was brought here to Solano County for the first time. And other abled students went into a three-week film camp where they learned how to write, edit, produce, and act in their own film. And then they had a red carpet event at VPAC. And I'm telling you, it was absolutely amazing. These children had all different types of disabilities. They were dressed in gowns and tuxes and were able to premiere their film. And it just gives me chills to talk about that. But to be part of something where we're helping 
vulnerable populations really be able to participate in art in ways that they never have before. Oh, that's so special. I hope that that's something that we can bring back or look at having something like that again in Vacaville as things in the world hopefully turn around. Yes, for sure. Actually, I have a fun fact for you. Oh, good. Do you know, do you know the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater was paid for by tourism? Oh, well, thank you, there. tourists. Bring it on. <laughs> there's you, there's actually... <laughs> Prior to me, of course, but Measure M funds, some of that is collected from our hotels, actually paid for the building of uh, the Ulatis Community Center and the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater and uh, continues to help some of that funding today. So there's our connection to tourism. How about that? Well, that's wonderful. I think a lot of people don't really understand that most performing arts theaters are subsidized by a government or, or municipality, or there's someone who's underwriting all the funding. So really the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater is here for the public, for the community. It also helps us with our economic development. If companies wish to relocate here, we can show them that we have, you know, the same type of culture as a larger city with some of the small town feels. So it's important to know that there's not a, pro it's not a profit center. It really is a gift from Measure M and organizations like yourself in the city of Vacaville. And we're really blessed that they still find this a value in our community and put it at a very high priority. Most definitely. You know, I think not all communities our size are as lucky to have the type of facilities that we do and the opportunities for the arts in their community. And I know that you and myself and a number, there's a large group in our in our city that are very interested in in kind of making the, the arts a, a bigger priority, I guess, in our community. So it's really great to see all the performances and just all the great things that Onstage Vacaville is doing to help further the arts in Vacaville. Thank you. Absolutely. I think, you know, post-pandemic, you know, we are now looking back and realizing that we need to be more in the digital space. So we've started our first website ever, which is onstagevacaville.org. And all donations and memberships and all that can be done electronically now. So we're really in this sort of rebirth of the organization. So we're always looking for people who want to participate and volunteer because we have a lot of fun. And we're so excited that the shows are coming back because that's really the fun part. Most definitely. And we are so thrilled to have more of those events coming back as well. I know that's kind of a different arm of what you do, but can you tell us a little bit about what is happening at the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater? Well, I will say that Onstage Vacaville did just sponsor the Air Force Band of the Golden West. It was a two-day performance, and they've come every year for the past 20 years. And the public might not know, but the money that's donated to us through sponsors and generous donors, that helps us fund that event. And that was very successful. It was a packed house. It was a great event. Last week, the Vacaville Ballet Company was able to put the Nutcracker on for the first time, which was fantastic. And Onstage Vacaville did our 2020 Giving Tuesday campaign, and it was directly aimed at our top four rental clients, and we gave them grants to be able to enter the stage and offset their fees so that they wouldn't have to pay after being shuttered for so long. Because when you're a valet company, you cannot practice on Zoom. You, know, you have sure. to be together. So they really were hit. So we helped the Vacaville Ballet Company, the Solano Symphony, Starbound Theater, and the Young Otters Conservatory of Music with grants. So we see them starting to come back. And then coming up this weekend, we have a wonderful dance show that's being put on by a local group. It's the Chap Kiss. 
And that'll be Saturday. And then we have a Celtic group coming for entertainment on Sunday. So that ought to be fun. A great way to kind of top off the year with a couple of Christmas productions. Absolutely. And, and you know, we thank you from our community as, you know, it's so important to have those community groups be able to perform and to be able to, you know, have our see our kids dance on that stage. And so we're so grateful for the work that you're doing to allow them to come back to the stage. It's really important um, for our kids and our community. So thank you so much for all of your support and work there. Well, thank you. And we certainly couldn't do it without our community. I mean, we're going to be rolling out some ways that different companies can advertise in our digital space. I mean, we do have the theater used over 200 times per year. So there's about 50,000 people that go in and out of the doors of that of the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater each year. So we've purchased a television monitor for the inside of the lobby where we can stream advertisements or sponsors. We certainly have a wide variety of membership levels available. And so we're going to be pounding the pavement to tr- really try to get that support because it's really needed now more than ever, especially for these local community groups that weren't able to fundraise during the pandemic. We want them to continue to be able to provide these performances and also give these young people an opportunity to perform on the stage. You're exactly right. So on the visitor side or on the resident side, if they want to come out and see one of these performances at, at the theater, tell me about how what you're doing to make them feel comfortable with coming back. What are the safety protocols? Are they masking? What should they expect when they're coming back to the theater? Yes, even though the mask mandate was that was just started today just went into effect today, we have been following a strict mask policy. So everyone is required to be masked the entire time they're in the theater. So whether they're in the lobby waiting to get into the performance or they're actually sitting in the theater at the performance. And it's very important that everyone follows that. And we do have some ushers that are walking around and reminding people to please be masked. So if people choose not to wear a mask, then unfortunately this is not going to be a place they're going to be able to visit. Well, I think it's really important for people to know, not only for them to know what to expect and what to prepare for and going to the theater, but also a lot of people are just starting to feel comfortable about getting out and back into the world again. So we want to make sure that everybody knows what the protocols are and and to feel very comfortable and safe with attending the performances at VPAT. You know, I agree completely. And I have to say, I went to the Air Force Band and I went to the Nutcracker and I had my mask on. I was just so excited to be out and feel the energy of that live performance that it didn't, I didn't even realize I was wearing the mask. It didn't bother me. I just thought, wow, we are so lucky to finally be back, you know, enjoying some live performance. So it's really not that bad. Absolutely. No, I, I've been to a couple performances myself. And like you said, at this point, I think we're all just so happy to be back out in the yeah. world and be able to experience live performances that. If that's what we have to do to get out there, let's just do it. (laughs) Exactly. I feel exactly the same way. Whatever I have to do. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Lisa, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us about Onstage Vacaville? Well, I just want to thank all of the Onstage Vacaville board of directors and presidents that came before me. I know I've got some tough shoes to fill. There's many, many wonderful people that have made this the success that it is. We are going to be honoring some of our highest donors with a special unveiling of an art project that will be put into the lobby of the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater. So stay tuned for an invitation to that. And like I said, we are really focusing now on trying to build our member base. You can become a member for as low as $50 a year. 
all the way up to $5,000 for all different kinds of benefits. You can put your name on a seat in the actual theater, and that's a donation which is tax deductible. So there's many different ways to get involved, whether you want to actually volunteer as an usher at the theater or you'd like to volunteer with our board of directors. The best place to find us is at onstagevacaville.org and also vpat.net is the theater website as well. And they have a lot of great resources. Great. And for for most of the show listings, they would find that on vpat.net. Is that correct? Yes, we do have a link from our our site to theirs, but vpat.net has the whole scoop. Perfect. But for you and on stage Vacaville, if they're interested in in supporting the theater or becoming more involved, that would be at onstagevacaville.org, correct? Yes, it would be. Okay, great. We just, we love new, you know, new, fresh people to come and put a different set of eyes on things. We're looking for all kinds of people who can do social media or write or just love the theater and want to get involved. And it's just such a fun way to meet people and enjoy yourself and get to see some wonderful talent. Fantastic. Well, Lisa, I would be completely remiss. I know that we had you here today to talk about Onstage Vacaville, but I did want to give a tiny little plug because we're in this the season of giving that Lisa is actually also the founder of Saving Gracie. That's an angel fund for pets. Do you want to just give a quick little overview, Lisa, of what Saving Gracie is? Well, thank you, Melissa. Yes, I founded Saving Gracie in 2016 due to the loss of my pet when I was a young child. And I remember how traumatizing and heartbreaking that was. And I said, you know, I don't ever want that to happen to another child or or elderly person, or quite frankly, anyone, if it doesn't have to. And I, I learned of a term called economic euthanasia, which I'd never heard before, which means that people are forced to put their animal down because they cannot afford veterinary care. And I said, wow, we have to do something about this. So Since then, we've broadened our scope to all of Solano, Yolo, Sacramento, Napa, and Contra Costa counties, and we have what's called a Working Angels for Gracie Veterinary Partner Program. If anyone's interested in that, they can go to saving-gracie.org, and we work with this preferred network of veterinarians, and we help people offset the cost of their medical treatment if it's an emergency, for example. As I'm working on a case today where um, this poor dog was attacked and has to have a leg amputation. So, But it's just wonderful to know that this pet can stay in the home, especially around the holidays. You know, who wants to lose a beloved family member, four-legged family member, albeit during the holidays? So that's something that's really near and dear to my heart. And also just understanding the stress and strain that our veterinarian community is under because they have the highest risk of suicide than any other profession. And I don't know if people really know that, but we want to be an advocate for them because without a healthy, thriving veterinarian community, we would all be stuck without being able to have people care for our pets. So we need to keep that in mind that they're really overwhelmed right now with all of the pets that were adopted during the pandemic. So shout out to all of them as well. Well, thanks, Lisa. I, I, I have to tell you, I am I'm a huge animal lover and I just love Saving Gracie so much. I'd love to have you back on to really talk more about Saving Gracie and, and what you're doing with that program. But, you know, again, in the, the season of giving, I wanted to make sure that we give a, a plug and it's a wonderful, wonderful organization to support. So save the animals, help out Saving Gracie. And one more time, Lisa, what is that website? Saving-gracie.org. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I'm so grateful to have you to hear both about Onstage Vacaville and a little bit about Saving Gracie. Like I said, I will totally rope you into coming back to talk more about Saving Gracie and the Angel Animal Fund. Again, thank you. Happy holidays to everyone. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And now on with the show. 
Thank you so much for listening to Destination Vacaville from Visit Vacaville, the city's official destination marketing organization. For more information on the people and places covered in today's episode and ideas for trip planning, head to visitvacaville.com. Music by Kurt Gellerstad. And thank you to Flores Podcast Consulting for their work on this and every episode of Destination Vacaville.